When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe not, but we've got plenty of Shoei Otani updates and hot stove updates here on PHY Phillies podcast because every single day we've been breaking down what's going on. Welcome into the show. Uh, happy to have you guys here joined by Tyler Zuli, Jamie Lynch, myself, Renee Washington. Welcome into another edition of PHLY Phillies presented to you by Ford. You can check out buyfordnow.com to find and test drive the Ford nearest you. And Jamie, it's Friday. Cue Rebecca Blacks. It's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> I do uh, love Friday. Uh, <laughs> we made it to the end of the week, and yeah. we came into this week very unsure about what winter meetings were going to bring and what we were going to see happen. And now as we get to the end of the week, uh, J- Jamie, Dave, John, Tyler, you know, we got a little, we didn't have as much of an excitement in terms of this week, but uh, we made it. Yeah, we did. Uh, the Phillies, I, I think if you watch us, you've kind of... Uh, fallen in line with our thinking maybe and, and that it was never like once Aaron Nola was done it wasn't really going to be that exciting of an offseason uh some some moves around the edges to come and and we'll get all into all the Philly stuff from yesterday but uh it definitely appears as though Otani watches close to coming to an end and uh I'm sure much to the chagrin of uh Major League Baseball Network and ESPN mm-hmm. and SNY and you know, all the L.A. stations that were in Nashville this week because they didn't get squat. But apparently now Nothing. we could be coming close to an answer. Could be as soon as today. Uh, the Juan Soto trade yesterday obviously kind of got the ball rolling. Now Otani. And then if that happens, you would imagine Yamamoto can't be that far behind because mm-hmm. the teams that miss out on Otani that are looking for pitchers are going to go hog wild over Yamamoto. So yes. uh, it looks like it's about to get real exciting. Things are about to get real, guys. We are all on Otani Watch. Um, I know Dave's asking teammates where. Look, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. We have to talk about all that's going on with uh, Otani. I know, of course, Mookie Betts getting brought up to Toronto. Barbara, glad you finally got a notification. I could join us here. Um, MBD, you're talking about now that Juan Soto's trade has occurred and he was traded for a bag of balls. Did anybody apologize to Zuli for his... Louise Robert trade proposal? No, we're still waiting on those apologies, actually, on BDBDBF. Um, and spiral out. Yes, happy Friday. Our conversations have uh, been very focused on just continuing to watch and follow uh, everything that's going on outside the Phillies. But there have been some things that happened this past week for the Phillies. And they let's start there. Let's start local, guys, before we jump into everything going on around the league. And uh, I know I mentioned it earlier this week, Dave Dombrowski's comments he made uh, that was Tuesday. He was saying, I could have made a trade today. And in those comments, he was also talking about how Orion Kirkring was a name that was bought up in a trade and that he could have made a trade for Orion. It would have been a good trade at that. And so at that moment, it was kind of kind of like we we heard you, Dave, but we weren't really listening. We acknowledged I feel like we were, it, but we didn't we, like, yeah, talk about it. We weren't really it. processing it also because I feel like our minds were still on like, okay, that makes sense. Without a doubt, you know, if teams are coming to the Phillies, somebody that they'd be looking for is someone like Orion Kirkring. He's young. He's got nasty stuff that he can pitch. We saw him a little bit, of course, in the postseason, but haven't had a full chance to see him. And so the potential that's there is through the roof. And for Dave to just casually throw that out there, I know on the show when we talked about it initially, it was like, was that a way of maybe raising some confidence that, hey, Orion, Dave believes in you so much that even though people were trying to find out a way to trade for you, 
Dave capture here. Um, and I know Dave went on to talk about the majority of the roster and the belief that they have him, Rob, everybody uh, has in this team and this roster as being a world series title team. But let's start with Orion because a little odd that he casually just threw that out there. And it was like, wait, wait, what? Let's run that back. So now that we've had a few days to sleep on it and process it. Uh, Orion Kirkring's name being included in some trades. I know Tyler, you had some thoughts on on who that trade would entail. Yeah, I wrote include. this down in the notes because Tyler and Vince yeah. yesterday before we went on air, and Vince, our buddy uh, who kind of runs shop here, was like, that was weird. He mentioned <laughs> uh, Orion specifically in this hypothetical trade he could have made that would have been considered a good trade. But his point was, you know, we need those off-setting um, salaries mm-hmm. uh, from the eight-plus guys we pay $20 million to. And it would make sense that Orion, you know, would be a coveted asset for other teams to get because he is under control for, God, basically six years after this uh, at a pretty cheap number. So Tyler and Vince started thinking like, all right, well, who is Dombrowski talking about? What would have Mm -hmm. been considered uh, a good deal and who would be interested in in Orion? And I'll let Tyler uh, take over the discussion. But I I, but I agreed with the two names. One, we've 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 actually talked about both of them. Uh, but they make sense as guys that could have been, you know, potential Orion trade package partners. Tyler, the floor is yours. Yeah, so I, I think if you're you're talking about a guy like Kirkering, who, as you mentioned, has good stuff, is under team control, seems to be a guy that is ascending on, quickly. on, on a quick ascent, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, you you fly through the, the the minor league ranks and you end up in the major leagues within the the, the course of you know 15, 18 months or whatever it might be. Usually, if you're mentioning a player like that by name. You're doing one of two things. You're either trying to overinflate a market, and maybe maybe Dave Dombrowski's playing some kind of you know mind games, um, which could potentially be the case. But I think more realistically, if you're talking about a guy like that, you're looking to move a young, controllable, potentially you know all-star quality type bullpen arm back into the rotation or back into the bullpen arm for an established one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like I, I don't see a you're scenario not gonna subtract from the bullpen twice and not replace. Yeah. Correct. I don't see a scenario where you're moving Orion as like the staple that he made it, yeah. made it sound out to be and not replenishing two right handed or, or, or two right handed arms in Kimbrell and Orion. Correct. So yeah. my, my, my guess is that if you are mentioning a player like that by name, you have somebody at in, in the back end of somebody else's bullpen in mind that you want to acquire. And and I don't know if that necessarily means it's a legitimate bona fide closer or not, but that's where I think your mind, you know, tends to kind of go is, you know, closer type stuff. So you have to, you have to kind of play that, that match game of like teams that have a legit back end of the bullpen piece that are willing to move that back into the bullpen piece because mm-hmm. of either contractual obligations or you're trying to get younger, you're trying whatever it might be. And it really limits the fold to only a handful of names, which is where I kind of come up with a couple, whether it be Emmanuel Classe, it be Mm -hmm. Devin Williams, it be uh, David Bednar from the pirates. Like it's a very small list of names that like when you run this hypothetical in your head that you come up with. Yeah. Yeah, Those, uh, those names all make sense. And we haven't talked about Bednar much, but we definitely talked about Devin Williams and Classe. And um, I'd be lying if, uh, you know, if money wasn't in a consideration in this, I would 100% trade Orion for any of those three guys. Sorry, like uh, Orion could Ascend. become those guys. Yeah. But the entire reason why they would protect him is because he's he's cheap and under club control for a long time, and you don't want to give up on those guys. But to me, getting a proven top-end closer in return see Ryan, like you know it was a great eight games and all but like uh yeah come on down emmanuel classe and uh, devin williams i know the the common question people were asking was is that a trade that you're gonna be willing to put together for a closer you know someone that's gonna give you a couple innings here and there and uh, yeah actually for (laughs) sure because you know i it, it all comes down to the fact that this is you have to keep in perspective a win now team had we been talking about the phillies a team that's rebuilding or planning for the future. Totally different conversation. No, I actually don't think you would make that trade. If that's a situation and you're someone like the Padres or, you know, a, a team that's kind of in a, in a chaotic moment of trying to build. No, I'm not trading away youth and, and a prospect and a young guy, someone like, you know, painter Kirkering, like these names aren't on the table, but because the Phillies are in a win now mode, I know Barbara's saying the same thing in the chat. Um, and we've talked about this time and time again and have to keep reiterating this. 
absolutely, I'd I'd move a young Orion who we haven't had a chance to see. As we know, the trajectory of what his uh, past year was, we haven't had a chance, obviously, to see him in the majors enough to know what he's got. We know he's got potential, but we also know for sure, for certain, locked in what we've seen from other guys like someone like Williams or Classe. So, yeah, I, I would make that trade happen in a heartbeat. Um, and it, to me, makes sense because it's a win now. Now you can put those pieces in and you know exactly what you're going to get from them to help the Phillies be able to win right now, not three, four, five years from now. And by the way, guys, this doesn't necessarily mean, like if he mentions Orion Kirkering by name, it doesn't necessarily mean that he is the focal point of the, right. the, the trade. So that that's just one thought process that I'm, you know, that I'm, I'm but taking. But I'm sure he mentions them because other teams have interest in Sure. Him. So the rationale mm-hmm. could, you know, could have been, he was a part of a much larger trade and he was Big the up. hold up. Like it could be prospect sure. a B yes. this player, you know, whatever the, like the, the speculation doesn't necessarily have to begin and end with Kirkering is going for a closer. Mm-hmm. It could necessarily be, it could, you know, realistically be that Kirkering is the holdup of a larger trade package that returns a, an everyday, you know, all-star caliber left fielder right. or uh, a, an, an arm of some kind, you know, like a Corbin Burns or whatever it may be. I, I think that we make that assumption, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the case. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And and when asked about, you know, the decisions around the organization in terms of pitching and, and bullpen arms, you know, right now for uh, Dave Dombrowski, he was speaking this week on the fact that, you know, they're not looking to, to to break camp. They're not looking to make any decisions quite yet because they've got the young guys who are very talented. Uh, he was talking about guys like Mick Abel. He's talking about Dylan Covey. Um, of course, taking looks at guys like Connor Brogdon, Andrew Bellotti, and just saying that, you know, there are two bullpen jobs available with Brogdon, Bellotti, Covey, others that are competing for those spots. And, you know, they're also just going to take their time and make those decisions. It's going to force some tough decisions, the Bross was talking about, but... These are the types of decisions that now, while we're looking at that next tier of talent for the Phillies, the young guys, the prospects, the potential, this is where it's okay. You can just sit back and kind of, you know, just evaluate how they're progressing. And especially as you're getting into spring training to continue to evaluate that. Uh, Johan Rojas, Yoro, another one that's going to be continued to get evaluated and just see you know, really, where really is, trying. I'm trying so you hard, sli- guys. You slip it in I'm there trying. every time you can. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's okay to... You have the, for sure, certain players, and this is what the breakdown of a team needs. You have, you know, your your superstars, you've got the role players, and you've got the young guys that you're hoping some of them can make that upswing and be someone that can help you uh, long-term. So it makes sense to me that other teams would even be considering and be interested in Orion in a trade because the same reason that everybody wants to keep Orion here. We all see Orion's potential, and we all see what he can be in the upcoming year. So if I'm another team, I'm absolutely considering how how can I bring in O'Ryan Kirkring? Yeah, interesting that Dave Dombrowski named him, uh, though. And it was just kind of one of those conversations uh, we had out there that I wanted to bring into uh, here. And it, it was interesting. You don't hear that very often where the GM names somebody mm. that they could have traded uh, and gotten a good haul on. Um, one of the other things yesterday, Renee, that came up in Philly's land is Jason Sark, uh, who writes for The Athletic, you know, baseball Hall of Famer. Love Jason Stark. Anytime he... He writes or talks. My ears usually perk up a little bit. Uh, and he was on The Fanatic, uh, an old uh, employer of mine. And uh, he was talking, and he said something that I thought was pretty interesting, too. And he was talking, and he said, Resigning Wheeler, and this is a quote, Resigning Wheeler will be the number one priority for the Phillies once uh, the rest of the MLB offseason rubble clears, Stark said. They are more committed to re-signing Wheeler than they were Aaron Nola. I think it gets done because Wheeler loves everything about Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting that he said it was more important than Aaron Nola. And with Aaron Nola, they went, what, $172 million? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if if that's considered exciting, it's hard not to get excited by, like, keeping your own. I know. Like, I it, know. it just feels kind of dull, but uh, keeping <laughs> Zach Wheeler clearly is and was i think their number one priority here and Mm -hmm. it might be the next move that they make you know they're gonna improve around the edges as dombrowski said with probably another outfielder and another bullpen arm uh but zach wheeler is the next most important order of business like we kind of talked about two weeks ago yeah listen i do think right now for the phillies specifically since they're you know they're not actively shopping aggressively uh in terms of how much they want to spend 
So to be able to lock in on, on your most important pieces, that's why even that Rob Thompson uh, extension through 2025 is important. You know, you want to get those little logistics done. I do agree that Zach Wheeler, in my opinion, if I had to choose between, you know, you're having an extension with Zach Wheeler or you're re-signing Aaron Nola as a priority piece, it, it's Zach Wheeler. He's, he's our ace. He's, he's, you know, he's the guy. So I wasn't fully surprised by Jason Stark's comments, um, but it also, as you mentioned, does kind of reiterate the expectation that we should see Zach Wheeler news of an extension, uh, hopefully, at some point. Soon. Yeah. So I, I, I was I read up on this in uh, Phillies Nation, and they were, you know, their article went on to say, does he get that Scherzer type of deal, uh, which was a three-year, $130 million mm. deal? Um, you know, Zach Wheeler is, I believe, 34 now. So yeah. you don't want to go too long into the late 30s uh, with a pitcher because it's, it's rare the Scherzers and Verlanders of the world can pitch into their 40s at the rate they do. Right. Um, so, yeah, you're probably looking at that short-term deal worth more. So would you give three years $130 million to Zach Wheeler? Again, this is like kind of a, a, a reflection of the Harper conversation we had yesterday where it's like these guys outperform their deals. Mm -hmm. Like the deal you signed Zach Wheeler to, he outperforms. So do you owe him more on the backside? Yeah. I mean, in, in good business, yeah, you probably do. So, I mean, that's the type of deal that Zach Wheeler could be looking at here. It would make a lot of sense. Well, ironically enough, as I was looking up and confirming Zach Wheeler's age because he's 33, I also got yeah. the reminder that Zach Wheeler did join the Phillies December 9th of 2019. Ah. So we're also coming up. I had to double check what day it is today. It's the 8th. So well, I, I feel like it's only fitting that It's a big day in Japan. Yeah, it is a big day. It is a big day. But before we even get to that and big December day. December 9th is a bad luck day in Japan. So Zach Wheeler, uh, you know, can't be in Japan on December 9th. No. Basically, that's what that means. Yeah. That's what that means. Mm -hmm. A Don't plus B go. equals C. Um, but also, as we're talking about uh, some good news, I want to just sprinkle in some Craig Kimbrell news uh, because why not? So I enjoyed this quote before we bring John Foley, and I know John's ready to join us as we get ready to talk um, Otani and other news. Craig Kimbrell was asked about uh, his, you know, wanting to go to Baltimore. And for Craig Kimbrell no longer a Philly Kimbrel. Uh, he was saying, you know, they want to win and they want to win now. I don't know how many more years I've got to do this and go out there and sling the ball. I want to be a part of a winner. I want to be a part of a great opportunity and be comfortable doing it. And they provided all of those things for me. And Craig had a Zoom call that was Thursday afternoon where he was sharing that. Tyler, I'm a, are you snickering at this or the chat? Uh, because what made me chuckle was, Craig, you were a part of a winning team. You were in the NLCS. You had the opportunity and Craig Kimbrell to say, I mean, listen, that's the politically correct stuff of why you want to go to Baltimore. They're a win, win now team, but you were also on a win now team and were a big reason why they didn't win now. So mm -hmm. that just made me kind of chuckle because I was like, hmm, really, Craig? Mm -hmm. Really, Craig? This wasn't a win now opportunity. This, this the, was a win now and you lost now, actually. When, yep. you, when you dutied your pants. Yep. When you went out there and at 35 years old, yes, your days are numbered, but you had a chance to win now, Craig. And what happened? So, yes, just had to sprinkle that in there because it made me chuckle. Extra ammunition for the Phillies to win now um, and, and go ahead and move forward to win a World Series because, good Lord, they want to win this. So did the Phillies. So did we want to win. We wanted to win, too. I'm not bitter, guys. I'm not angry, guys. It's fine. All right. So with that, it is Friday. Which means we've got our dear friend John Foley on with us. He's back from winter meetings, had safe travels returning back home. And John Foley, welcome in for Fridays with Foley. Uh, let's talk so you, about the most. You got a shimmy, John. Wow. <laughs> you got Renee shimmying over here. Welcome. It's Friday. It's always exciting. It is Friday. So uh, listen, we're not even going to talk about Craig Kimbrell or Zach Wheeler. Let's talk about Tani, John, because it's imminent that at some point we're going to see a deal for Shoei Otani happening today. The Twitter detectives have been out and about <coughs> stalking Shoei Otani, stalking Google, finding out that allegedly there was a flight from Anaheim to Toronto that many people are assuming. It was a private jet, let me clarify. A well, private jet. It stopped in Hawaii where his girlfriend lives correct, first. Stopped in Hawaii, ended up in Toronto that flew out this morning. Uh, there also have been other speculations that have been happening um and it seems like we may get a showy otani deal today that's what reports have indicated are you believing that we're going to get some otani news today on this beautiful friday 
I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I think I believe it. I mean, you've got some of the biggest names out there reporting that uh, this could happen today, and this is this is what it's all about. This is a lot of fun. Um, could be a very historic day for baseball. <clears throat> yeah, John. Uh, it, it appears, according to you know the <laughs> sleuths online, that the Blue Jays could be the favorite. The Dodgers are are still the betting favorite on DraftKings to land them. Uh, I know I read a, an article this morning talking about the Japanese media that follows them and how they're kind of waiting on eggshells because they're going to move where he moves and they're hoping he stays in L.A. so they don't have to uproot their families. Uh, what is the official John Foley guess here on this Friday as to where Shoei ends up? I'm going I'm to go officially on record with guessing Toronto. Uh, I'm a big believer in, in the Internet sleuths tracking jets. Uh, it reminds me of... Um, during the the Harper talks, when everybody was was tracking Middleton's jet around the country, and uh, uh, and and I think that would be the most fun. But I'm also a big believer in in the betting markets, um, so I'm surprised that they they still have the Dodgers listed as as the uh, the most likely destination. Well, I want to clarify really quickly, John, uh, because Jamie, the chat's been like you called them sluts. Uh, he said sluts. Sleuths. Sluts? Sleuths. Sleuths. Sleuths, man. <laughs> Come on, look. <laughs> look, I got I got a hoagie mouth. We all know that. <laughs> yeah, John would never say that, but Jamie over here has people well, thinking that you're calling people sleuths. Sluts, but it's sleuths. Sleuths. Sluts. The sleuths. One thing I'm happy about is I never have to say Craig Kimbrell again. <laughs> yes. That has been the most difficult thing for me. How the hell did he uh, get a raise, John? <laughs> That's incredible. Just, you know, failing upwards. <laughs> Literally. And then he wants to go to Baltimore because it's a win now club. Ha. Huh? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so John, is finally, finally getting that opportunity. Yeah. So, John, for those that don't know, you were kind of in a, uh, a real world house uh, with a confessional room and the documentaries coming out with our other all city uh, members, you know, Cubs, White Sox. Uh, maybe a little bit of Rockies and Diamondbacks. I'm curious what the Cubs guys, uh, how their emotional roller coaster is because their offseason, uh, you know, hinges on a lot. They're in on every big name, but one of the guys they're in on potentially is our own Reese Hoskins. Are the are they favorable towards Reese, and uh, how are they doing? How's their emotional well being uh, after a pretty tame Nashville week? Yeah, it's it's been interesting just to to see them on this this roller coaster that this emotional roller coaster that I'm so familiar with, where yeah. you're, you're just like constantly hitting refresh to to see if there's something new, some hint, some clue that you know Otani might be on his way to Chicago. Um, I think they still feel pretty good about their chances, uh, at least as of yesterday. Um, I, I think I think that would be a really fun spot for Otani to land. I mean. It's better for the Phillies if he stays in the American League, um, but the Cubs Cubs would be a, a pretty cool destination. Uh, and you know, I think they like the idea of, of Reese Hoskins. Um, you know, obviously it's it's not the top, isn't he's not at the top of their wish list at the moment. Um, but uh, yeah, the Chicago guys I talked to, they were they they were uh, I think they'd probably be surprised at at how polarizing Reese has been in in Philly. Because they look at him and they just you just look on paper and you see thirty home runs and great OPS and uh, yeah why why not so we'll see what happens yeah well we know John Morosi uh, was the one that was reporting that and one of the many that was reporting that Otani could have uh, a deal as soon as today and of course as we're talking about all the um, calendar significance and everything like that around today it was six years ago to the day that Otani announced his decision to sign with the Angels, which was also on a Friday, Friday, December 8th, 2017. Because um, December 8th is so a big day in December Japanese culture. And inform people, Jamie, because a, none of uh, knows wait, that. Oh, I got to find my Google page. Jamie's done some digging. It and is a day some... of good luck in Japan. Uh, December 9th is a day of bad luck. Uh, but December 8th is the secular Bodhi Day, uh, celebrated on a fixed date in much of the Western world in Japan. And it's December 8th. Uh, it's based on the lunar calendar. So like Easter, the date changes year to year. I call it the lunar Bodhi day, the real one. Um, so the next lunar good luck day is in late January. So it's a, uh, it's a day of significance in Japan. It's a good luck day. And it would make a lot of sense that Otani would uh, sign on good luck. Day. Yeah. Yeah. And I know John, you're feeling like the blue Jays are going to be the landing spot. I know, uh, of course we've all been following Dodgers, blue Jays, giants, 
potentially Angels, Cubs. But it was reported that the uh, by Morosi again, the Dodgers lost some uh, some momentum after being considered the favorites for a long time. And now it seems like momentum has built for the Blue Jays. So if that tracker was correct in following Otani's private jet from Anaheim to Hawaii to Toronto, which I don't know who else is flying a private jet. That's a very specific route. I, I'm, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I love a good conspiracy. This actually kind of makes sense to me because I don't know who else on this day is making that flight on a private jet. I'm just I'm yeah, going out there. It would be a very elaborate smokescreen, maybe. Yeah, uh, true. Make the whole day more surprising. But yeah, that's that's why my mind is on Toronto. Um, but I guess we'll find out soon. Hopefully today. It sounds like today. That's some top-notch research, Jamie, about the day of good luck. <laughs> yeah, I, I just uh, piggybacked off of the John Boy Media. They uh, they were deep diving the Reddit and flight trackers and all this, and they put together a video. <laughs> and I went, wow, damn, it looks like he's going to Toronto. And and our own sicko Tyler Zuli actually made a, uh, a lineup of the Toronto Blue Jays and what it would look like if Shoei Otani is. He made a lineup, potential lineup for all four teams that Otani could land at. Uh, so in a second here, we'll take a look at the Blue Jays lineup and what they could be looking like. Uh, they might. Uh, and here it is. Woo, that's a pretty nice top four of the lineup wow. right there with George Springer leading off. Uh, Shoei Otani batting second. Bo Bichette third. Vlad Jr. fourth. Dalton Varjo fifth. Danny Jensen sixth. Uh, Biggio Kavan. I always that name always kind of weirds me out a little bit. Kavan. I don't know. Kavan. It's Kavan, isn't it? I don't it's know. Kavan. Mm-hmm. Kavan. Either way, still Kavan. 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 Kava N. Is he related to Craig? <laughs> yes. It's his son, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, and then Schneider. That would be a a World Series esque uh, lineup right there if he joins them. Oof. That's scary. Very scary. Did we so do one you, of these? Did we do one of these for the Phillies? Because this. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. No, really. I don't. Think we, got, we, we probably have just hours left to dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If 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 Otani somehow ends up coming to Philly, first of all, Philly is going to explode. Uh, the, nobody in Philly would be able to handle mil, that. You think, John? John but Middleton's also, go it would require <laughs> him not to be taking six hundred million. So, like, it would be a huge like that would really rock the sports world. But it wouldn't mean that he wants to go somewhere to win now, which, hey, this is a spot to do that. Yeah, uh, just- come here, win now. Um, and you know what? I think all these other teams, they broke the rules. They weren't supposed to talk right. about negotiations. And we're hearing all these rumors. What if it's the, <laughs> it's the Phillies? I'm, I'm really talking myself into this now. It could be the Phillies, and they're the only ones who played by the rules and didn't yeah. talk Maybe about it. Maybe he's flying to Toronto on vacation with his girlfriend and also to just tell them no thanks for all the chats here's all the gifts you gave me whatever else back i'm not coming here it's been a pleasure you broke the rules and uh yeah if that's the case then technically you're right the front runner should all be out the window which means we should not be looking at next year haven't heard anything about the phillies so it's he's gonna go quiet. drop off a horse head in their bed and said you went against the family bingo yeah. bingo mm-hmm. well let's take a look if otani did end up with the dodgers at what that lineup would look like. Ooh, I'm, I'm and by, by the way, guys, uh, we have a couple of people in the chat saying, you know, you can flip um, Bichette and, and Otani. Two, which you, you, yeah, oh, yeah. The only reason I put Otani at two and Bichette at three was to split the righties up because you would have two righties at the top <laughs> of your lineup. Sense. But listen, if you want to say... probably that, 18 more at-bats a year. If you want to say yeah. Bichette hits two and Otani hits three, like... It's it, a good problem to have. Yeah, you're not worried <laughs> yeah, about the righty matchups at that point. for all of these respective lineups is it's December 8th. Uh, we're not anybody's managers and, and we're not making those decisions. So they might tweak Oof. where they're bad, how they're batting order is but look at the Dodgers oh Mookie Betts that first three is Freddie Freeman Shoei Otani that's all I gotta say uh Will Smith after that you got Max Muncie James Outman Chris Taylor Jason Hayward and Gavin Lux how about that lineup for the Dodgers if Otani went there yeah that's pretty filthy um I think it's between Toronto and LA we'll find out soon enough John I'm curious uh Nashville's known for their hot chicken uh, what was the best thing you ate in Nashville uh, this past week? Uh, surprisingly, the best the best thing I had was was at the airport on the way out. Uh, Whoa! Place place Shocker called Shocker of the Year right there at the airport. Yeah, barbecue sandwich at a place called. Uh, I, I think they have a location, a real location in Nashville also, and this is probably like an offshoot. Uh, you know, like there's a there's a 
uh, Tony Luke's at the stadium or yeah, at, yeah, yeah, at sure. Park. But it was called uh, to- Tootsie's Lounge, I think. Ooh, um, I trust oh, it. If you're I traveling through Nashville, yeah, the barbecue sandwich, uh, it, was, it was delicious. Highly mm. recommend. Nashville's got some great barbecue. Everywhere down south has great barbecue. Like, like meaty, saucy. You know, you, you need some extra wipes and things. Oh, to, yeah. It's going to get, things are going to get messy, but it's very, very yeah. good. Tootsie's is a good spot. So I hear that. I hear that. Um, okay. Well, listen, we've got a couple more teams that could potentially be landing Shelly Otani. Uh, of course, as we mentioned, we don't have a Phillies graphic because no, he's not coming to the Phillies. But Yamamoto keeps getting mentioned by Heyman as the Phillies are quote unquote in. We'll get there. He, he said it again yesterday. What the hell is he doing? I know. Tyler worked hard on these graphics, so I just want to make sure we can run through them. Uh, for the Cubs, let's take a look there next for our buddies out in Chicago. Oh. Uh, yeah. Nico Horner, Shoei Otani, Ian Hat for the podcast listeners. Then Suzuki batting fourth, Danzy Swanson fifth, uh, Christopher Morell. They finally give him a position and put him at first base. <laughs> Uh, Mike Touchman in center, Gomes, Imea as the catching platoon, and uh, Matty Graw batting ninth. So, yeah, I mean, that would definitely change their championship window in a major way. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And then for the Giants, let's let's see. The Giants Let's just stink. entertain this. Let's They're entertain the what the Giants would look teams. like. Uh, this isn't a real lineup. <laughs> like, the, the top three guys are, are solid, and then, like, Mike Ostremski's okay. Wilmer Flores had a nice year, but he's positionless. He's going to have to play first base in this lineup. Conforto was their best bat list. Marco Luciano is a guy that is, he's one of their top prospects, and I think he's going to be a really good shortstop, but I, I don't know how ready he is just yet. This team stinks. Even with Shohei Otani, <laughs> yeah. they stink. So looking at that again, just for our podcast listeners, you've got Lamonte Wade Jr., you've got Estrada, Otani, Wilmer Flores, Mike Yastrzemski. I I know, I know. J.D. Davis, Michael Conforto, Patrick Bailey, and then Luciano. Uh, Listen, I imagine for Otani, a big part of his decision is looking at how he would fit in, of who would be around him in terms of a batting order, um, what the lineup looks like. So if I'm Otani, I'm not going to the Giants for that reason alone. The Dodgers did look very... Very scary. I mean, that's the best one. That is one the best one. through three lineup in baseball. So it's better he, than the Braves. I mean, and that's scary to say. Here's my thought process on the Dodgers is, yes, it's a move in location, not a far move. You're not moving to Toronto. Um, that's a dirty lineup and just scary top in baseball. And then also uh, that would put you with a team that you absolutely can can win now. So you get to stay on the West Coast. You get like I think to me, LA makes more sense. But this Tampa, I mean, Lord Tampa, Toronto uh, momentum is a little bit throw me off a little bit. I'm actually pleasantly surprised by it. But Tampa t- would be freaking good with Shohei Otani. <laughs> yeah, Tampa they would never nasty. spend the money. <laughs> yeah, they'd be so money. good. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And that's what Toronto's having as uh, their benefit that they're like, we can spend money. We've got the resources. We have the facilities. We've got the player development. We are, you know, the, the we are the heart and soul of this country. Like they're pitching all of that in terms of even being able to bring in local as well as international talent and, you know, the ability to recruit. So Toronto has been pitching heavy uh, in terms of what they're offering and sharing, even from what we've heard uh, that they've been talking about as the reasons why Otani should go to the Blue Jays. So I don't know, guys, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards the Dodgers a bit. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think my final guess is Toronto. I think he's going to end up there. I don't know. I'm going to trust the internet sleuths. I don't know who the hell else on a beautiful Friday is leaving Anaheim to go to Toronto. Winter is coming. Why would you go there unless something's happening? Yeah, I mean, I'd be really surprised as well. But, uh, yeah, Toronto seems to have all the momentum in in the rumor mill. And, um, you know, after looking at that graphic, please keep him off the Dodgers. Yeah, that's, I think this yeah. is the best insane. case scenario for the Phillies. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Get your ass to Toronto, shall we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and to add to it, uh, Ty Domi Jr., the Maple Leafs player, tweeted not long ago, LFG at Blue Jays. So maybe oh, Ty Domi knows something. Maybe he was brought in to help. With conversations or something. Who knows? Everybody's bringing in all types of... Maybe they brought Drake in. I know MBDBDF's talking about Jersey at Raptors game. Maybe they brought Drake. Drake. 
Who's not a Drake guy? I mean, me. But like, if you were, if, if Drake came to help win you over, I mean, I think I'd be impressed if they they yeah. brought out Drake, Drake to get Drake me. Guy? If Brandon and All City was like, "Hey, Jamie, come meet us. Uh, we got Drake here. He wants to <laughs> sell you on." I'd be like, like "Wow, that's that's pretty impressive." I don't really listen to a lot of your music, but uh, cool. Yeah, I, I would imagine that whether you're a Drake fan of his music. To have someone like Drake sitting in the room, like yeah, this impressive. is why I come to you know come to the six. I'd be more know? impressed like, with Rick Ross, but you know, to each their own. Oh, I love, love Rick Ross. That just Shout far. out pairs. <laughs> All right, well, I know you mentioned Yamamoto, and John, I do want to get your thoughts on Yamamoto as well because uh, we've heard the reports and and the rumors that Yamamoto has been heavily favored to go to the Yankees or Mets, but then of course. Turn around to today, and according to uh, Heyman, John Heyman saying that the Phillies are also in, um, even though Chill out, we Heyman. haven't heard much <laughs> else about the Phillies. Heyman's claiming the Phillies are still in the mix as well. Cap or no cap? Are you believing this? Do you think there's some truth to <laughs> the Phillies being in the mix? I think it's cap. I just just <laughs> yeah. everybody locally is is shutting it down, um, and you know. It, it, I, I don't. It has the feel to it, and it has the feel to it of let's let's mention a team that has resources to to help drive up the price. Um, because I just I feel like more people would be on it. Um, it's it's just counter to everything else we're hearing about the Phillies' plans. Um, but all that said, I I hope they're in on them. I mean. You know, it's one of those moves that we we talked about on the show previously. It's not just a win now move. It's uh, you know, he's a young guy, and you you could have him for a lot of years. So yeah, Jason Stark John said three hundred million potentially in ten years he could get. I I I get real nervous about that because look, he could be nasty and he could be a bargain in the end, but he could also flop. That's a lot of money in a lot of years. It's and it's it's always more scary for pitchers as well, right? Because the, the injury sure. risk is greater than you know giving a decade long contract to a position player. So get a little nervous, but man, it would be fun. It would be fun, <laughs> and all the rationale would go out the window, and, and we'd get real hyped up. But man, that's a risky proposition. I'm excited to see the kid pitch in major leagues, though. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I know in the chat, you guys are kind of saying same thing, Chris Miller. Echoing the same thoughts, you know, 300 mil for never Ooh. pitching once in Major League Baseball. That's that's the other thing. We haven't seen him in the majors. We have all these great stats on what he's done as a five-time um, all-star, three-time MVP, three-time pitching triple crown winner. Um, he's won Golden Gloves. All the numbers that he's thrown in his 182 ERA is 93 under one, a 93 whip. 922 strikeouts. Listen, the numbers, the, the accolades are fantastic through the roof, but we haven't seen him pitch at all in Major League Baseball. Not to mention, that's a lot of money, and I don't know that the Phillies are willing to dish out that type of cash, even if it is not our money. Uh, I don't know if it's happening. But, John, we appreciate you all week taking time uh, throughout the course of winter meetings, and then, of course, now that you've landed and you're back home, to join us here on PHY Phillies and weigh in with us and give us the updates and also even hearing your food, all the fun food that you got a chance to eat, whether it was breakfast with Topper or eating some good uh, barbecue at Tootsie. So it's been uh, a fun week for you, to say the least, and a fun first official week for you here at PHY as our beat writer for our Phillies group that you've joined to be a part of the crew. Hey, it's it's <laughs> been a blast. It's been you know one of the best weeks ever, and I'm so excited to be a part of the team. And uh, now I'm gonna head out and just refresh Twitter like everyone else, and, uh, yeah. and see where Otani's going. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, I love that. One of the best weeks ever. I love that. It's the best week ever. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what that's from, do you? No, I don't. John, do you know what that's from? I do not. Ah, <laughs> it's, another it. it's another SpongeBob Where's, reference. Yeah, Where's Sponge Crab? Your kids and your SpongeBob. <laughs> Where's King Crab when you need them? Yeah. All right, John, we'll let you go recover from your exciting week. Uh, thanks for, of course, taking time to join us on Friday with Foley, and uh, you know we'll be we'll be we'll be chatting. We'll be chatting. 
<laughs> All right. Thanks, Renee. Thanks, Jamie. Take yeah, course. thanks, Sean. God, you missed out on my uh, yeah. SpongeBob reference, but you know what? You don't have to miss out on that. Deals over at Foco because Foco is a spot that's the leading manufacturer of all merchandise where you can get collectibles, bobbleheads, shirts, any sort of apparel, I should say. Hats, sunglasses, hoodies, overalls. They've got holiday festive specifics. So if you're looking for like an ugly sweater or a holiday themed, of course, Hanukkah's here. Christmas is close. They've got everything covered there at FOCO. So you can use code PHLY10 to get 10% off of your purchase at FOCO to be able to rock the latest merchandise so that you can make sure you're supporting your favorites across sports and entertainment. And while you're also supporting, make sure you head over to Hero Bread to support them as well because Hero Bread, especially as we're getting into the holidays, allows you to make sure you are eating well, eating healthy, and eating delicious. So over at Hero Bread, they've got bread that's soft, fluffy, delicious, tasty bread. It's very hearty. And if you're a bread consumer that's that loves a hearty thing, I'm sure you understand what that means. Very hearty, high fiber, ultra low net carbs, zero gram sugar per slice. They've got tortillas, wraps, buns, sliced breads. And they also are the uh, spot you can find bread that has fewer calories than the leading national brand. So head over to Hero.co, use code PHLY to be able to get 10% off of your purchase. You can also shop for Hero Bread at Amazon or again, Hero.co using code PHLY to get 10% off of your purchase. All right, I love the fact that in the chat, we've had conversations about Drake. I know people were talking about Big Meat, uh, Larry Hoover. Do you know any Rick Ross songs? Uh, Rick yeah, Ross I almost saw Rick Ross in, in Con France. It's one of me and my what? wife's big regrets was he was performing in Con when we were there. And uh, we talked about it. We were like, we should go see Rick Ross. Like, that would be quite an experience. And we didn't, and we kind of regretted it. Every day I'm hustling. Yeah, but Listen, I, I, Rick Ross. Is you missed out. I love Rick Ross, and I love Rick Ross is a funny guy. If you've he's, ever seen his hilarious. stuff of him like around his house, oh, yeah. or whatever. Like he's he posted awesome a video not that long ago where he got quote. I think it was like a year ago where he got quoted at like ten thousand dollars to get some trees <laughs> removed at his farm, and he was like, "Screw this!" and he sent his boy out to get a chainsaw. And the video was just the two of them like taking down the trees themselves. It was hilarious. He seems he seems like a cool guy, a cool guy yeah. for sure. I just got um, tagged in something on Instagram, which I just want to show you a quick picture of. It's pretty wild, uh, and we're not going to spend any time on it. But apparently, the Los Angeles Dodgers are looking into a five hundred million dollar gondola huh. to cut down on traffic going to Chavez Ravine <gasps> that would cut over the one fifteen in L.A. and carry a quarter of the stadium right directly into the stadium. That's actually really cool. That's awesome. That's if they really pull that cool. off, that's incredible. A gondola. So that it, would help with it looks traveling? like it'd have like three stops, uh, I guess, to the stadium. Uh, Whoa! Pretty cool. Huh? That's really cool. Yeah. Could be okay. I like it. I like that idea. Should we do I a gondola what that would look like from like Philly. the Comcast Center, the top of the Comcast two, right to Citizens Bank Park? Okay. You know, because you need a high point. I was gonna say yeah. So you have people have to like go up to the. Uh, yeah. yeah, you yeah, go yeah. to Com Comcast too. You get off at the train station. I would right. do that, and then just take the yeah, gondola right in. You go to the train. The train station can oh. take you there. That would be convenient. Yeah. Maybe we should pitch it. How much was that? Five, five, just five hundred mil. Just five hundred million. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's, that's like it. that's easy. The Comcast can find that in their couch cushions. That's right? what. That's what. Showy's about to get paid. I mean, hey, if one yeah. man can make so, that much, then Showy, <laughs> Showy is going to make a hundred million dollars more than a state-of-the-art five hundred million dollar gondola. In put LA. that into perspective: a Pretty whole wild. gondola with three different stops <laughs> yeah. that's going to shuttle a quarter of the people that can fit. At dot at okay, that's a lot. That's a lot. All right. Well, uh, what the people are asking, what's a gondola? It's like um, kind of like gondola? when you go to. I always think of it like a monorail. Swiss skis. I, I, sw like, I think Swiss skiing. Oh, uh, that's. Uh, I mean. I mean, I think they're. That's a good way to. That's they, a, they come from skiing. I think skiing. That's yeah, they, that's a good yeah. way to. Wait, like, isn't a gondola a boat like the ones you see in like Venice? There like is the a long gondola boat. boats with like the guy in the back with like the the long oar oh, that paddles yeah, through. Like, Those are gondolas too, but. I think of skiing gondolas, like the transport. So units. I com for comparison, a gondola is similar to, yeah, like skiing, the ones that transport you for skiing or like a monorail. If you're going to like Disney World and you get on the monorail, like go across, whatever. But it so is it also allow the traditional Venice boat. too. Right. Yes. It is definitely the Venice boat. I do picture that too. a guy with like a big hat on, like with a huge thing, like rowing the boat or whatever. But um, Miriam Webster dictionary says an enclosed car suspended from a cable and used for transporting passengers especially one used as a ski lift. So I'm assuming that means every gondola has to have like 
a security driver and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, no, like you just cut people on. Yeah, just hop on. I mean, you have somebody at the gate checking them in, but yeah, once they're on, they're on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's a I'm cool in. idea. I'll do I just, it from Comcast. I, there's, some, there's some wackos that would do some ridiculous things on a gondola. So yeah, I feel like you have to have somebody on there. there. Like, you might need a window. You crack. never know. You never know. It's some wild things that happen. Anything that gets me out of traffic after games where I can actually like enjoy the end of the game without having that like wave of anxiety of like, oh God, we have to leave this place. It's going to take an hour. I hate that because yeah. I just want to stay to the end of the game and not have to worry about spending an hour and a half in the car. Didn't you guys ever see Spider? man too i don't need to get I stuck with Spider like man? with green goblin firing at me here <laughs> no, like i don't yeah. need to be like midway between the comcast building nah yeah. but in our defense i would rather build the venice style canal and we'll boat <laughs> to the stadium in our defense spider-man has ruined pretty much every mean of public transportation because there's been a lot of scenes in spider-man movies buses gondolas they always have something happening on public transportation or huge like high rises yeah. so i'm in that, on the gondola make it happen brian i Roberts. would like i mean hey i'd love for something to make it convenient to get in and out of the game uh but yeah i think there there's some questions i know people in the chat are asking some questions you know i do think that <laughs> it's not <laughs> happening we're just dreaming i would we love can it dream we can dream um, but in other news some exciting things that happened uh, specifically. <laughs> are you a simpsons fan Kind of, mm. not like a, not like an extremes. Like John I'm, Sequella with a great monorail reference to a, a all-time Simpsons episode written none other than uh, by Conan O'Brien. Oh, yeah, um, I didn't. Don't. Don't. Yeah, Man, Simpsons. Come on. <laughs> I know that. I, yeah. Okay. I mean, I who doesn't? I mean, jeez. You should know Simpsons more than I should know SpongeBob. I'm just saying. It's about the equivalent. No. Simpsons that- is much bigger. SpongeBob for our Yeah, but Simpsons is still going on. You oh, didn't SpongeBob. Mi- Isn't Simpsons you, you like didn't the longest running show like yeah, sitcom like in existence? Okay. SpongeBob has been around a very long time as well. Not nearly as long as the Simpsons. Not as long as the Simpsons. No, I'm not saying as long. I'm gonna i I'm gonna tell you SpongeBob right now. SpongeBob was probably 90, 97, <laughs> if 98. I could take a SpongeBob nerve with her, she's like, I will prove you wrong. SpongeBob's been around since nineteen ninety nine. And what have the Simpsons been around since nineteen eighty nine, ninety? Probably. Simpsons, of course, definitely launched before 89, 10 years longer. Very close. So that's what I said. Like <laughs> a decade of TV. A whole decade. Is very close. So ironically, it debuted. Everything happens in December, December 17th of 1989. Huh. So technically, my answer was correct. The Simpsons were your childhood ish. What year were you born? 92. So the SpongeBob yeah, so airing should, in '99. By the time you hit like seven, eight, your formative like you know cartoon years, you should have been all in on The Simpsons. I was. I liked The Simpsons. I liked playing The Simpsons video game. That was great. That was awesome. I used to play that at the arcade. I, that was oh, my go-to so cool. arcade game. So cool. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Bart gosh. could beat people with skateboards, and oh, Marge awesome. would bust out the back. Oh my goodness. And you that could beat whoever you wanted. Like that yeah. was so cool. Um. Okay. What else has been very <laughs> cool? I know we've gone super left. Welcome and Will. I know you were able to make it into the show on time. Zachary oh, is bringing up South Park. See, I, South, I Park, love South Park, Adult Swim, like all those. Th- you know what was on TV the other day? I'm sorry to go, but we're just going to stay here on this rant. Courage the Cowardly Dog. I Tyler, I, I know you had to be a Courage the Cowardly Dog. I hated that show. What? I hated never even it. heard of what? that show. Oh, my God. I bought this up thinking you guys would be excited, but apparently I'm what the only one that was. Courage the Cowardly Dog. It was so demonic and evil and creepy. Awful. I liked it, and Courage the Cowardly Dog was just on TV the other day. Like Cartoon Network, it was like Cartoon Network. Um, Never show, even heard of it. It was a Cartoon Network classic. Hmm. Cartoon Network was like Powerpuff Girls, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, I missed like, all was, that. Yeah, that was kind of like later on in childhood. Um, but anyways, guys, we can have a whole conversation about TV shows. I uh, did want to give congratulations uh, because there's been an exciting new, some exciting news around Philly specifically that we're gonna get to see a mural, a mur- mural. Don't, City don't of murals, of Renee. <laughs> a mural that's going to pay tribute to the one and only Richard Dick Allen. So great to see one of the um, greatest that came through the Phillies. Uh, seven-time All-Star. Played nine of his 15 Should major seasons hammer. with the Phillies. Uh, getting a mural of his own. And it's going to be located close to Citizens Bank Park. I think it's going to be um, Wolf gonna Street, be, I think I saw somewhere. Yeah, it's going to be coming out this spring like of 2024. Wolf, maybe like something like that, I think I saw. 
Yeah, yeah. So I like it. It's that's a cool. That was a yeah, cool. Yeah, Dick Allen. Uh, I think we have a bobblehead of him somewhere in here on the shelf. It's like, um, where's Waldo? Yeah, where's where's, where's, where's Dick, Dick Allen? Allen. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a cool movement to get Dick Allen in the Hall of Fame by a lot of local people. <laughs> He's probably one of the most underrated major league players ever. Probably belongs in the Hall of Fame without a doubt. So. Him getting a mural is really cool for him and his family. And uh, the Phillies tweeted out some pictures of it. You can take a look at it. It's uh, it's going to be awesome. Have you ever done a mural tour? No, I haven't. But I want to say, Martian, I did say mural because mural was encouraged to cowardly dog. And I was still sticking that that was the, the mom, the <laughs> grandmom. Sure. I don't know that show, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but uh, mom, I did not do a, um, I, I actually took can't really say the word mural. Wow. Mural. We took my mom mural. on a mural it's a tour weird one word. Year. You got on like a little mini school bus and they provided you with some like fruit snacks and they drive you around and they you explain some, some, um, all the murals and, and, you know, the neighborhood it's in and the ties to the neighborhood. It was it was pretty cool. Oh, look at you. I, I can You're see that like buff. eye roll like, yeah, that sounds cool. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, that's a fun day for you and your mom. Yeah, my sister was there. My wife was there. It was cool. It was oh, that's cool. The city of murals. So you just it was like a bus. Like yeah, a just like a little short bus. Oh. And then you just drive around and you, you were riding there's on the different. Short bus? Yeah, we were. I, it's not my first time on the short bus. <laughs> um, there's different like neighbor. You, you can do different like sections of the neighborhood. We did West Philly. Yeah. Um, and like over where Connie Mack was and stuff. So oh, they take you around. Dick Allen. Yeah, there he is. Dick. Wow, you guys have good eyes. How did you see that? Oh, they, they spotted Mickey, him? Mickey. Well, Mickey, maybe you realized it because you've been in here before. But Mickey Durkin spotted right Dick Allen Nola. above your head. When you're on the one shot, are you able to see it better? Maybe that's how you guys saw. You guys have some good eyes. There you uh, go. Oh, no. no how the heck did you see that? It's the next shelf up. Yeah, how did you see that? Wow, it's like a Where's Waldo or like. It's the baby blue. Yeah, right literally right above you. There, there you go. There you go. Here's Dick. <laughs> Hall of Famer. Get so it's funny because the other day we were talking about TV shows. I love that. I know somebody just brought up Hey Arnold. Tyler and I were just getting into like, and JP getting into a whole TV show conversation. But I, I like the fact that you had a chance to tap into some history and learn more about the city. Yeah, there's a couple of Phillies murals. There's one right on the river um, across from 30th Street Station. Mm -hmm. There's Dr. J's like three blocks away from here. Uh, there's another, there's a Ryan Howard one somewhere else, I believe. Uh, there's a couple, and it's pretty cool. So, you know, like... I like be, it. It'd be cool. That's awesome for Dick Allen and his family. I love that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Hopefully the Hall of Fame's next. Yeah. Well, there's been some other news just to update you guys. Uh, we saw around the league. So we had Jorge Lopez and the New York Mets agreed on a one-year, $2 million contract. Um, the right-handed reliever at 30 years old inked that deal. We also saw, of course, we already knew about... Uh, Candelario's deal so that's been locked in um the Reds have now committed 87 million dollars this offseason in free agency um between Candelario Nick Martinez and Emilio uh Pagan so it's been a ching 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 a type of an offseason so far for the Reds in free agency and then the Astros and Victor Caratini agreed on a two-year deal so some other deals getting inked and finalized around the league right now as we're continuing to follow what's going on. And, of course, still waiting on the most important one that's going to move the needle, Shoei Otani and wherever he goes. So. Yeah, yeah. I, my final prediction is Toronto. I think they're going to pull it off. Uh, the most diverse city in the world. I, I, you know, I think there's some appeal there for them. I don't know, maybe playing indoors. I, I can't imagine you'd want to leave South, Southern California, mm. but to each his own. And yeah. uh, we'll see. I can't wait to find out where he goes because it's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. And, and, and I do think Blue Jays is the Phillies' best case scenario. Just keep that dude in the Definitely. AL. Definitely. Keep Dodgers, him away from the Dodgers, That please. Dodgers lineup is a, is a crime in itself. Um, that would be Oh, oof. Yeah. Well, you know what isn't a crime in itself? And that's there Ford, Renee, because Ford is having their year end sales event. It's the local Ford store is making the holiday brighter. And the sales event is going on now through January 2nd. Now is the best time to get great incentives on Ford's full lineup of vehicles, including the F-Series. The Ford F-Series is the best-selling line of trucks. You see them everywhere. They're all over the roads for 46 straight years in America, which includes the F-150. F-150 has the best in-class available towing, 
and available payload. Ford trucks, which include the F-150, are number one in brand loyalty in the industry because once people have a Ford, they don't go anywhere else. Ford F-150 has exclusive equipment like Pro Power on Onboard, which provides an energy source for household outlets for your equipment, which is perfect for your work equipment or maybe a camping weekend or just the unexpected need. You could charge your laptop right in the car. It's awesome. And the Pro Trailer Backup Assist, and you can back up your trailers with a turn of the knob so there's no guesswork. Customize your ride with appearance packages available to accessorize the Ford to fit your style and your needs. It's that simple. So, choose between six engine types for your Ford F-150 truck, like the Power Boost, EcoBoost, V6, V8, or hybrid options. There's even an all-electric variant, the Ford F-150 Lightning. So, learn more about Ford's full lineup and the Make the Holiday Bright sales event at buyfordnow.com and head over to your local Ford store for a test drive. And while we're talking about the holidays and the end of the year, everybody loves a gift for one of their favorite events. And let me tell you about game time because look, if I got a, a concert ticket in my stocking this year, I would be a happy person, maybe a comedy show. There's always something that, that somebody in your life wants to hit and code PHLY will get you $20 off your first purchase with game time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They have killer Deals on last-minute tickets with the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you're going to have. Forget planning months and events. They have deals right up to the day of your event. Exclusive flash deals for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just create an account, redeem with code PHLY for twenty dollars off. Two taps, and you're set. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, guys. Well, we have been running a little bit over as of late, and today let's try to get out of here by one o'clock. Yeah. So it's time. So then for we should start. Guess, guess that, that ball. ballpark. I know somebody said earlier we should. Great American ballpark. They Cincinnati. said start the clock at like twelve ten. Uh, we're gonna start the. We're gonna start now. We're not gonna start the clock. We're gonna start now at guess that ballpark. Now it is important to understand, guys. We only have nine ballparks left. Nine left. Nine left. And one of them is Great American. One ballpark. of them is Great American. <laughs> so you have a chance. That you could guess that correctly. What, are you going to give me that week and a half where you were cheating and I wasn't back? No. Why are you? It doesn't matter because first I'm up seven. What is it now? Seven to three? No, I have four. Let me double check my scoreboard. Okay, you are Jamie correct because you did got... get course. You did just get course. Okay, it is seven to four. My apologies. Mea culpa. And you cheated. Yeah, Jamie for... got yesterday. Yeah. No, two, no, days, two ago. days ago. Two days ago. Whatever yeah. course field was. Yeah, you she got, got course. Yes, yes, yes. So at... I got yesterday. No, mm -hmm. I did not get yesterday. Oh, we were okay. we were wrong. Um, what was yesterday? Did you update did I your get, list? No, wait, I, wait. <laughs> I thought you won yesterday, but no, I think we both missed. You got the day before it was Oakland. Maybe I got like Tuesday. Whatever. Okay, Semantics splitting is, hairs. Point you is, cheated longer than me. Everybody knows it. So the okay. the, the score is skewed. Yeah, that's right. Wait, fine. was it P and what was yesterday's answer again? Yesterday was Coors Field. Okay, so you did. So you got yesterday, Renee. You got two yeah. days yeah, yeah, yeah. ago. Okay, because I had Oakland. I had it written as you course. had it two days ago, and then you changed your answer. That is correct. All right. So what do we got today, Tyler? All right. Here is your ballpark today. Again, Ooh. I think that this. Uh, honestly, guys, I think that this is a very don't tell me very I get it. Chris gettable said, one. Okay, I'm Chris ready. I'm ready. Said, I'm ready. I think you're gonna get today. This bro. is a very gettable ballpark. Uh huh. <laughs> Spiral out said me calling out the show for ending late is adorable. It's all my fault. I can take accountability on that. All right. <clears throat> all right. I have a gut guess, but I want to. Yeah, don't Since go cheating is so allowed, loud. I want to go check my answer. Okay. Uh, yes, that's what I thought. I'm, I'm don't going, say it yet. Don't no, say it yet. Because uh, I don't want people. I don't want to uh, know. I don't. We only have nine left. So we have a very high probability we're going to have the same answer. I don't want to hear your answer. And I'm not looking at the chat. I'm just looking at the picture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to 
I, I I'm you gonna can, submit. What? Because I want to lock it in before the chat. No, I don't want you to say it though, because then I'm people are. I don't want to have the same. No, I mean I don't want to know if Tyler, I. Tyler, I'm gonna slack it to you. There you go. Okay. Great idea. Use technology. Beautiful. Renee, do not look at Slack as the one with the two of us. <laughs> Why would you Slack at the thread I can see? Well, because I don't feel like finding. Just don't look at Slack. All right. Cheater. You have you have my phone number. Yeah. You can, yeah, that's a good point. I should have just texted There's you. There's so many but whatever, My Slack channel with YouTube was over already open, so I just did. Oh that. my gosh. So Tyler, I submitted. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Ah. I'm feeling good about this one. Don't look at Slack. I'm not looking at uh, Slack. See, right, well, this is the problem. This is why you should have just texted him because I don't want right, any reason. Jamie's Jamie's answer is locked in, and uh, you know, I'm, gonna I'm not going to tell you, you know if it's right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say if it's right or wrong. Gonna also, no, I'm going to send you my answer also, but I'm going to text it to you because I've got technology too. What, what are we What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Are we playing whisper down the lane? Basically. I mean, it's got to be the what I By the time your guy's answer gets to me, it's going to be the Clearwater <laughs> Threshers. I'm ready to just say it. I'm going to give you the, the Camden <laughs> River Sharks. It's Cooper Field. What was that? Campbell Field? Yeah, it's oh, gonna it's gonna be. Uh, I played a softball sure. game. It's gonna Campbell's be Ernie Field. Field's backyard from <laughs> yeah. backyard baseball. Oh, I'm glad I didn't text you. What I thought it was because now I'm not sure. Mm. Oh no. Mm. Oh no. Barbara, I thought I was. Don't so you put sure. that Great American Ballpark seat in my head? Because I, I want to say it so bad. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to stick with my original answer. Oh, we have a final answer from Renee. Oh, without a countdown. It's 1 o'clock. <laughs> All right, what do you got? I'm going to go Oracle. Oh. So you go Oracle. The answer that Jamie texted me was San Francisco. Which is Oracle. The answer is Oracle. Woo! We did it! We finally got one together! Woo! Yeah, I was really hoping you missed. Well, it kind of started to look a little yeah, bit like Yeah, I was really like hoping you PNC. overthought that. Yeah. I was ready to overthink it for sure. Um, that that right side. Okay. Whew. Oh, days that I arranged someone to bring a trash can to get, bang a trash can to <laughs> give me clues. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. So the beauty is we're now down to just eight ballparks left. And one of them is Great American Ballpark. One of them is Great American Ballpark. And it is eight to five. So technically, it's still anybody's game. Yeah, I mean... Minus that week and a half where you cheated. <laughs> I don't know why that's so thick. That's not a thing. Jamie's salty, Tyler. guys. First of all, we don't know how long it was. Secondly, it was, from it the was start. not cheating. It was from, from the, the start. start. I wasn't using a list in yes, the beginning. Yes, you were no, the early yourself. days, uh -huh. I was just out here struggling. Yeah, I was just throwing out uh -huh. random names. And I you had no idea. It feverishly was not looking at, at your laptop like and this. Then it wasn't. I could probably find out exactly uh -huh. when I got this list. Uh -huh. But anyways, guys, it is eight to five. Uh, good job in the chat. I saw some uh, some San Fran guesses as well. Um, yeah, this has been fun. This is so fun. Yeah, and thanks a, thanks it. again to our friends at Ford for helping us uh, bring yeah. John Foley this week from Nashville um, to us to write for the website to hang out with you guys here. We really appreciate Ford, and it's the Ford year end sales event. So check out buyfordnow.com to find and test drive the Ford nearest you. So big shout out to Ford for helping us out this week. We mm -hmm. appreciate you. Yeah, it's huge. It's an awesome opportunity for us to be able to have John down in the mix at one of our meetings and giving us some behind the scenes. Would have been even better if we had some major breaking news, but uh, we'll all have to stick. Otani's going to break. The news is going to break in like five minutes. It is. And I, I almost want to stall. Like, let's just keep this show rolling. <laughs> yeah. Because Joey's going to probably, he's like waiting. He's like, all right, PHOI Philly's podcast ends around one. Let so me I'm just refresh the, the news feed. at 130. One more time. We're going to have to stay locked into all of the social media and apps and, and Major League Baseball updates because uh, today is most likely the day. And as Jamie has told us, it is bad luck. Tomorrow's bad luck in the Japanese culture. Today is yes. good luck. So it has to be today. And if it's not today, it's probably going to be Sunday. Yes. But it's happening soon. So this weekend, hopefully you guys have a great weekend. Uh, Jamie, before we get ready to wrap oh, up, yeah. it e is Eagles-Cowboys Cowboys week. Uh, uh, an opportunity for the Eagles to sweep the regular season series against the Cowboys, which you, is always great. You remember uh, when I said a very unpopular thing last Friday? That the Eagles were going to lose to the Cowboys. Oh, when you said they were going to lose to the 49ers. You think it's going to happen again? I kind of do. Dak plays really good against the Eagles. And the Eagles don't play well in primetime down in Dallas. I, d 
Like, I know they're a prideful team and they're not as bad as everybody is saying, but right now in my gut, I feel like the Eagles are going to lose. I really hope I'm wrong, but I just feel like they're going to lose. See, I don't like the I, fact that I feel like the Cowboys always play well against the Eagles. And obviously we know the records of them at home and everything else. Um, I just can't fix my lips to say the Eagles are going to, the Eagles are going to look, I can't do it. I yeah. can't do it. So I'm just going to say the Eagles are going to win. Cool. I can't it even sounds say a lot like better. when you're talking about the Cowboys, I can't even that sentence of like Eagles, sucks. Cowboys Dallas and like sucks. not Dallas sucks. Uh, uh, yeah, no. So I'm, I'm hoping it's a bounce back week because I also don't want to see the Eagles drop back to back weeks. But I will say for anybody that's ready to hit the panic button, it's not the end of the no, world. They're fine. The Eagles are more than fine. It's OK to have some we got late, Leonard season, this weekend. late in the regular season hiccups uh, because the playoffs are what's most important that we're trying to make sure that the Eagles are making adjustments to ready come postseason. So, oh, no, people are agreeing with you. Oh, no. It's just MBD. Based on the old guy on the right, I'm going to assume that's not me, and that's yeah. you. MBD's um, just uh, dropping his typical old guy. You guys reference. are always agreeing. Yeah. Well, me, Chris yeah. Miller, MBD, you know, we, we yeah. great minds think alike. Uh, all right, well, let's hope. I hope let's I'm wrong, hope obviously. The Eagles. I just, Dak plays really well against the Eagles. <sighs> like, I, no Eagles fan wants to say those words out loud. No, but, but I, every December, I feel like the Cowboys always have me pissed off. I've worked a lot of these games down in Dallas because NBC always loved getting Eagles-Cowboys. And I felt like every time it was a big spot and we'd go down there and just get embarrassed. So mm. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I hope so, too. I mean, unfortunately, we've seen it. But, yeah, we'll see. And, yeah, we're interested to see how Shaq Leonard mixes in. He can't we're be worse than Nicholas Morrow. Knock on wood. He can't be. So that's that's it's a low bar to be better than. It is. That's it my is. only point. Okay, okay, okay. It's a positive I, spin. You on know a, what? I just want to see the Eagles playing good football. I'd like to see less turnovers, so take care of the ball better. I'd like to see some better play calling. Um, stay healthy. And the defense, make sure that you're not uh, you're able to make tackles. We're not seeing broken tackles with guys running through our D-line the way that we saw. Debo doing it and Christian McCaffrey doing it. So that's, that's, I need to see progress from last week. And I hope that also leads to a win, of course. So we'll see. We'll see, guys. It could be a great weekend uh, where we'll be following all the Philly sports action that's going on this weekend. And we'll see what happens. We'll be back here on Monday at noon. So next week, we're again noon every single day. So it's very simple during your lunch breaks or whatever else you can hop on and join us here on PHLY Philly's podcast. It's been, as always, oh, a pleasure. And before we get out of here, don't forget there's a diehard membership sale oh, yes. going on. Uh, off $20 right now for the yearly membership includes a t-shirt discounts to all of our events, uh, invite to our discord, uh, a lot of great stuff there. So check that out. $20 off right now, uh, on the diehard membership sale. So just wanted to do uh, mention that. All right. And we barely got over the one o'clock time, but we're close. We're getting out of here. So this edition of PHY Philly show powered by Ford, you can again, check out buyfordnow.com to find and test drive the Ford nearest you as we wrap up winter meeting week and look ahead to Eagles, Cowboys and other Philly sports action. Have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, enjoy the holidays. Happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate happy holidays for everybody. We'll see you back on Monday for more here from Tyler, Jamie, myself, Renee. See you next time. Y'all silly like the man.